welcome to episode 473 of the goddessageek.com podcast. My name is Adam Cook, putting on a professional voice for the new listeners. Uh, it's it's going to be a strange podcast this week because the new year is, is you know, it's upon us now. We're, we're kind of in it. You can't, you know, it's gone past that point of saying happy new year to people. Or has it? Or has it? Chris Hyde. Happy New Year. Happy New Year again. Are you still, are you still mate. signing your emails with that? Or are you, are you, no, it's, I, it's, it's gone it's, now. Isn't it? It's weird now, isn't it? Like yeah. I think when people say that, it's, it's like, God, is it, has another one gone by? Like, well, we're now onto the stage where we can, in emails, go, is it too late to say Happy New Year? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We can all so, have a um, fun But emails. I mean, Happy New Year, I suppose, to anyone, anyone I've not said that to in the last I mean, it however is many a new days. Year. It is a new it year. Is. You can't deny that. It Still. is a new year, and let's be happy. So, yes. Oh, well, you ruined it a bit. Um, oh, sorry, sorry. G- keep going. It's a new year. Yes. That's, no, no, that's it. There's nothing more than that. Um, oh. It's just us this week, as people can probably see if they're, if they're tuning in via the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash geek, where you can subscribe and see all of our lovely videos and sometimes, sometimes our faces, like right now. And I think I said this the other week, but there's sometimes we're going to be doing shorter podcasts because there's a lot going on behind the scenes, um, but they will be counterbalanced by the ridiculously long ones because embargoes and video games are happening. Oh, yes. Um, and release date mountains and everything release else. Date mountains. And, then, and then people announcing more games. And, and, I know. The game, and the game getting delayed and then another one getting a release date. It's, it's... Where do you start? You start by saving the world. Is what you, you do. do. Uh, <laughs> yes, indeed. I, I did wonder. I was honestly wondering. I thought I, I didn't know how you were going to do it. But yes, um, I, I've been playing for what seems like quite a while now, actually. Yeah. Um, um, Nobody Saves the World, which is the newest game from Drinkbox Studios, who are the lovely people who brought us the Guacamole, uh, Guacamole and Guacamole 2 um, a few years ago. And this is their latest game. So there's there's quite a fair bit of pedigree there. I quite like the Guacamole games. Mm. Um, so I was looking forward to it. Um, but it's a bit different if you played, obviously, the Guacamole games. They're more like kind of 2D Metroidvania type titles. But um, this one, uh, Nobody Saves the World, is a bit different. It's uh, like a, a 2D top-down kind of RPG adventure game, I would say. Um, ha- giving me vibes of like old school sort of like 2d zelda games there's like you know overworlds with enemies you're you're attacking and dungeons to go and explore uh, and quests to go on so very much that sort of kind of overall feel um general story as you start you are you are nobody the nobody in the title of nobody saves the world is that's the protagonist and uh you kind of wake up with amnesia classic uh uh, mm. classic video game storylines opener there um so you basically just go to this you get told to go to this wizard's house to figure out what's going on try to get your memory back and before you know it you find yourself in possession of the, his magic wand which uh gives you the ability to change your form uh into uh and initially you just get this rat form um which makes you this this little blue rat um, but as you carry on your adventure, you you can unlock various other forms to to turn into, um, and and that's really kind of a lot of the the gameplay mechanics. That are, that's the main kind of mechanic of the game is these different forms that you transform into, um, because they each, each form kind of 
controls and plays differently. It's like a different character class in a in a, I guess in a Final Fantasy game, if if, if you like. Um, there's there's different kind of uh, and they're all wacky forms. Some of them are fairly standard, like yeah, you've got an archer or a, or, a, or a sort of knight character, but then you've also got a slug or a magician or a um, a horse that you can you can transform into. Um, and they all have different attack patterns. They all have different skills and abilities that you can uh, you you can kind of unlock as you you play more as these different forms. Um, and you basically just go on an adventure, choosing which forms you want to be. Um, and try and carry on your quest. Now, initially, like I say, you only have this rat form, and so the rat form is it, it forms a functional purpose in the sense that you know this rat is smaller, and you need it to get through small corridors, and and so you think, okay, this is going to be a game where I'm going to get given you know uh, these forms that are necessary to progress. But actually, as you as you progress more into the story, you're given you unlock more and more forms as as you level up. And you realize actually this is more about um there are there are a couple of forms you need to have like swimming forms to let you, you swim around into the water but most of them are just for having fun uh and trying out their different ways of attacking uh and killing enemies uh, and and they are all actually quite different like it, it it's you, you get it in some games where you have different kind of characters and that a lot of them control very similarly they just look a bit different but you know, the horse, for example, always kicks backwards. So you've got to be facing the other way if you want to attack. Um, but the archer can only do ranged attacks, so you can't you can't do you close attacks. You've got other other forms that will only attack. You've got a, the ghost which attacks with an aura around itself and never actually attacks anything. So I struggle with that one. Yeah, the ghost one was the one I was like, am I doing this wrong? It was the one. It's the one that I struggle in terms of not being immediately obvious how you do it but once you you unlock more it kind of clicked but yeah i remember mm. us two playing and i will say that that's nice <laughs> nice uh segue into that actually um it's a fully functioning single player uh adventure and it's designed as a single player experience but you can seamlessly pull in a second player to do co-op uh, online at any point so at any point in your save you can load up that save and then add in another person and they can join you on your adventure. They'll help you um, in, in dungeons and in quests, but also they'll help you level up your various forms and help them rank up, which will then unlock more abilities and things that you can um, you can play around with. Um, but what when this game really elevated for me, you get to a certain point in the game. It's not too far in, which I think is really good. Um, you'll have unlocked a few forms at, 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 at the point where actually... You, you unlock the ability to mix and match different abilities on any form. So any um, um, as you rank up each form, you unlock extra abilities for that form. But then, like I say, you get to a certain point in the game and you can sort of mix and match your loadouts. So anything you've unlocked up to that point could be put on any character. So you could have a horse that fires the, a bow and arrow, for example, <laughs> a, 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 um, as an attack or... Um, or that ghost story that we talked about that could that could be some some other character and various various other things you can basically mix and match so it doesn't then whilst you can still you know, alternate between forms relatively quickly you can also start thinking okay what's a good combination of um abilities that maybe were originally belonged to different forms that i can now pull, pull together to deal with a particular um area or a particular dungeon that's given me trouble you know what mm. would what would be a good um, way through this rather than 
you know, using one one form for one enemy and then changing on the fly. You can still do that, but you you can mess with your loadout, which I thought was really clever. Yeah. Um. And and the other link to that, the other good thing the game really, what I think does really well is, um, it gives you a lot of um, they call them form quests. They're the things that if yes. you complete, you you level up your forms and rank them up. They get you get XP for it. Um. And these originally just start as um, um just unique to that form so the for the horse for example that runs around you might have to gallop a certain amount or kick a certain amount of enemies but as you unlock the the ability to kind of mix and match your uh your, your abilities across the forms then it starts giving you different um different quests which kind of challenge you to think oh well, what now as that horse you might have to um poison a certain number of enemies which you couldn't previously do but now you can because you've unlocked um the ability to mix and match so another enemy, another form could usually poison something so it, it also rewards you for thinking outside the box and thinking and getting used to that idea of customizing your your form loadout i guess which is which is a really interesting thing because i haven't seen many games do that where it really rewards you for thinking outside the box and, and encourages it in a way that that game does mm. and it just means that throughout that game you're always progressing you're always unlocking something new you're always not just progressing the story but like experiencing something else to do with forms and loadouts and stuff and it's just it's just such good fun i mean i know i played co-op with you and we had a blast with it i don't know Mm. what your your thoughts to build on what i've said are i mean the first thought i have about this game is to thank them to thank them for getting us early review code for it to be honest with you yeah yeah, yeah, because like if every game came as early as this one did then i think it would make our job an awful lot easier Um, but but like um I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was just finished. Maybe it was just done. Um, but maybe, maybe they were acutely aware of the, the the sort of melee that is going to be the first quarter of 2022. Um, I, I, I was remarkably impressed by this game. Like it's, um, I, I sort of didn't know what to expect really because I didn't play the demo, and I. I'm a big fan of the Guacamelee games. I think they're yeah, fantastic same. in not just how they look, the writing, but importantly, how they play. They play superbly. Um, so I'm, I wouldn't have been against a third, um, but I kind of want a new a sequel to this now. It's um, well, absolutely yeah. Like I, I mean, they could easily just do it again with new forms and so, like it's it's it it's proper dopamine hit stuff. This game, like it is. It's like imagine if an RPG kind of rewarded you every five minutes almost, yeah. Like with some bar, because as you said, like there's there's an overall XP bar and there's a per character XP bar that you and you can and, and it's like there's always this dopamine hit of bar fills up, bring thing yeah. happens, and it might be just nothing. Like you just get another star to help you unlock a new dungeon, or it might be you know it might unlock a new form or a new move or or anything like that. Um, and it's just it, it's it's. It reminds me, and I think Drinkbox are now in this category. It reminds me a little bit of like the people, you know, Super Super Giant, in terms of like you can tell that they're making video games they want to play, like how Hades or Bastion are. Like you can almost tell the people involved with that have been, you know, like Greg Kazavin's been like a games critic in the past because he's making a game he wants to well not him specifically his old team but you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. no no I, tell, yeah, I get it you can sort of tell that the, the drink box aren't going we need to make 
this kind of game because that's what the market demands you know well how can we how can we get a battle pass in here is there any way we can monetize this in the multiplayer you know they are just going someone's come up with an idea they've obviously got a great art team like they've obviously got a superb art team at drink someone's come up with the idea here and then I, I, I feel like the meeting, I'd love to ch- chat to them about this. I feel like the meeting must have gone that they just kept layering ideas on and it just yes. kept working. And it's like, this is magic. Because as you say, there is a moment, uh, there's a few moments, but there's a moment in that game where you think you, you and this happens a lot. Uh, I don't know if this is just me, but maybe it's because of how many games in my life I've played and reviewed or covered in some way for the job. But there comes a point in most games where you think, I've probably seen everything they're gonna reveal. Like this, if 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 you don't like this now, you will yeah. still not like it in ten hours. It's not unlikely that they are going to revolutionise the gameplay mechanics or anything like that. Um, some of the very best ones, and like I played God of War recently on PC, and that does it. I'm not gonna spoil why because it has just come out on PC, but that changes fairly late in the game in terms of the mechanical aspect of it like it doesn't show its hand you think it's shown its hand but it hasn't um nobody saves the world does this kind of in abundance like it's continually like i say it's that dopamine hit but it's also a oh you're we're doing this now okay that's cool like like you say when you realize you can customize your characters that is a true wow that one of the first sort of big moments of a game of 2022 for me even though it was in 2021, technically for us, humble brag. But like, <laughs> you, you know, it is it is weird how it's just I don't, it's weird because I can't really flop put you know I, I found it a bit easy overall. Yes, overall, yes. I would I wouldn't say every part of it. There were a couple of, of, of real bastard bits, but generally speaking, I found it a bit on the easy side. Yeah, a bit on the easy side, but I think I think once once you get to that place where you're like, I know how to get the most from like my my loadouts or the abilities, and you understand yes. that and the control skins and everything else, then I think and you get one that works for you. I think yes. you can take down most situations. Yes. So I agree with you on that. Um, but yeah, other than that, it was hard. It's hard to. It was hard to fault this game. I reviewed it, gave it a nine point five. Definitely go and read that review. There's a Definitely. video review as well that you can see see more of it other than what you're it's, seeing it's, on screen. It's also got a good new game plus. The new game plus is brilliant, and I won't spoil wanna, that here. Yeah, that's, I don't want to spoil it too much, just to say that it is. Um, I'm it not is a, really one for that. I don't, I don't know how you generally feel with games. Like I tend, so, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a one and done guy these days, and I've got some I go back to. If you know what yeah. I mean, like I'll always, it's a bit of a cop out to say it, but I'll always go back to a FIFA or, you know, we're going to talk about Rainbow Six Extraction. I'll always go back to a game that is designed because it's not, it's not a story game. No, no, yeah. You know, I know I, you I, I, it's kind of only the absolute pinnacle. Like I went back to Horizon recently and carried and played a bit more of that because I'd platinumed it, but I wanted to do the DLC and just explore the world a bit yeah. again. You know, I played God of War again because it's one of my favorite games. Um, yeah. Nobody saves the world. I started the new game plus because you'd said the new game plus was cool, and I was like, "Well, what can they do?" And I'm not going to spoil it. No, but I did but find myself is... going, "I kind of do want to just keep playing this." Actually, like yeah, I kind of just want to carry on. Yeah, all I'll say is it's definitely not what you what you think it's going to. It's not just everything's everything's harder. Like it's not just a difficulty thing. They've actually considered the way that the way they've dis- they've actually considered where the point you will be at at the point you finish the game, and therefore how they can make new game plus 
an interesting challenge and i thought that was just really clever um because yeah i don't know i'm like you unless it's for like i really love a game and i want to get like the it's often a time thing yeah and, and, but that's like, it's why not, it's not always thing. a for not for, the thing is i i kind of this is going to sound almost trite. I love games. I really love games. I'm, I always get excited when I start a new game. I want every game to be brilliant. I mean, yeah. it's just not the case. But I want every game to be good. Who wants games to be bad? Who wants <laughs> there to be a 40 to 60 quid product someone buys and it's like, this is bad? And who wants to celebrate that? You know, who, you want things to be good. You want your, your favorite band's new album to be good. You want the new movie you're going to see. You want things to be good. Yeah. Um, so I want to play more good things. I want to play fresh, new, and innovative, innovative things. And, and so it's not that I don't want to play them. It's that I feel like I've usually had my fill by the time you've a credits play, roll. You've played it. And there's, there's like other say, things a special to play. One. But like, yeah. they, they, they do it well. I, I, like I say, I can't really fault it apart from it's sometimes a bit easy. I'm, but it's not like... I'm not saying you'll breeze through it without dying. You'll definitely die loads. But it's also yeah. very generous with when you do the, die. The, the checkpoint system yeah. is very generous. The so only time feel... it'll screw you is in a main dungeon where it will slow you back outside. And because the dungeons are slightly roguelike in that they, the, 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 it's a bit like Spelunky where the, the dungeon's there where it always was, but the rooms were round a bit, you know. Yeah. But they're not. They're never. They're never like hours long. So it's it's like no. you, you lose ten minutes max. Yeah. And it, but you don't really lose it. You just. Yeah, no, it's it's, a, it's it's in Game Pass. If for anyone who yeah. doesn't know, it's in Game Pass. It's on PC and um, yeah, PC and Xbox, isn't it? Yeah, it's PC Xbox. Yeah, yes, yeah. it's, it's on Game Pass. So yeah, you know. and it's it's yeah, it's brilliant. It's it's, it's, it's so super. so good. Um, so we stick with Game Pass because we've got another game to talk about this week, and it's weird because it's also in Game Pass and it's also out now. Um, and we didn't get it in December, but I did play it in December. Um, and it's also pretty good. <laughs> well, I'm going to say nothing on that, right? Because I had some things to say about this game after previewing it for four you hours. You did. I remember. I, we, I, spoke, we spoke about it. We did we the preview did. chat, didn't we? Yes. Yeah. And on the podcast, I feel I was kind of lukewarm. Yes. But that's, that's because fair. we had the full game at that point. So I was trying not to admit that we had, like, Mick had played the game at the point. And, and, and I think there's on one the other crucial difference as well, which I think there's a massive crucial difference. Yeah. But. Rainbow Six Extraction, sorry, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Extraction exactly. is available yes. now on Game Pass, PC, PS5, 4, mm-hmm. that's it. I think Stadia, for those of you on Stadia. But um, I'm going to just withdraw from the conversation while Chris speaks, and then I'll then we'll see what whether I agree or disagree with him, because I was very, I was iffy on it. You so, were. Chris. So, okay, so I'll start by just setting the, setting the scene of what this, what this title is. So, uh, Rainbow Six Extraction... What you're looking at here is a uh, a co-op co-op shooter where up to up to three of you online can take part in various um, take part in various missions to go and gather intel about this. Um, I forget the I forget the official name of it. This kind of this sort of alien plague that's kind of infested the. The, the world, and by that I mean America, by the looks of things. As, specific as, locations in America as well. Specific by locations in America, which is always the way, I I, I guess. Um, so you get, um, you, you have certain areas in America that you unlock as you progress, and then within within those areas, specific maps, up uh, to three maps in each area. And you go into each, um, you, you choose an area, and you, your team go in. And each area is divided into... Um, three kind of smaller areas and in each of those areas you have a mission to complete and um the 
and each of those areas is separated by like this kind of airlock system that you that you kind of go through once you've completed the mission and but once you've gone through the mission you can't go back so it's one of those um but but the, but the important thing to remember here is that that health and damage is permanent and we'll come on to more of that in a moment but what it does mean is as you as you're going through these missions and um either a solo or as a group if you take damage you have a decision to make once you finish the mission to go do i progress on and try and do the next one and if i do i'll gather more intel for for the the the, the guys and i'll get more experience for my operator or I could actually end up, you know, I could end up, it's a bit risk reward system. I can end up dying, losing my character and failing the mission. Um, and that has, that has consequences. And I'll go into the, that sort of stuff in a minute. So there's very much a, um, a choice every time you're going through each of these kind of missions, it, 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 each time you complete a, uh, uh, one of the three areas to go, okay, do I want to progress to the next one? Or do I just want to X fill out now? cut my losses and, and just uh, bank the XP and bank the, the health that I've got, which I think is a really interesting thing because in most of the games that you play, it's very much a case of you just push on until your health bar gets to zero. You know, it's very much a eke everything out till the final, mm. the final bullet, if you like, but there's very much a decision decisions to be made. So, and, the, and like I said, I'll come, come back to it now. The reason why that's such a crucial decision is because damage is and, and health is, is permanent. And that's a real key feature in, in this game. So, you start off with, I want to say, nine operators that you yep, can choose nine. from. Yep. Nine operators that you can choose from. It's 18 total, uh, nine to unlock. 18 total. To so you unlock a, uh, a few each time. You level up to yeah. a certain level Groups and then of three. you unlock some more. Uh, so you start off with start off with nine and you can choose any one of them. And some of them, um, they've each got a unique um, ability. So uh, there's a doc which can heal either himself or other operators. Um there is uh, this character called Pulse who can uh, use the little machine to pulse around for enemies and, and, and nests and things. Um, there's a guy with a, just a massive hammer that can bash through walls and, and stun enemies. Good old Sledge. There, called Sledge. <laughs> yeah. um, so there's various different operators, okay? Um, and they all start with 100, 100 health in every mission, all of them. And even if you heal, like I just said, with like the doc or you pick up a medikit, it doesn't actually increase that health number. It kind of adds temporary health on top. Okay, so if you have 100 health and you take 20 damage and then you get healed for 20, yes, you go back up to 100, but you'd still you'd, you'd keep your health, your actual health bar at 80. You just have an extra blue bar of an extra 20, which mm -hmm. then would tick down over time. So the longer you take that, that then will come back down to 80. And the, the important number there would be the 80 health that you have. Because then let's say as that character, that operator, you finished the mission um, and, and you, you got out, you would end that mission with 80 health. And that 80 health would actually stick with your operator now. Your operator's now lost some health and he's at 80 health. And the only way to increase operator health is to pick a different operator, go in and do some more missions, earn some more intel. And the more intel you learn, the more XP you get from your characters, the more health you get for all of your resting operators back at base. Okay. So what all of that means is every health point matters in this game. Okay. So really you can't, you don't want to mess up at any point. You kind of so, don't want to take a hit. No, like, you, you don't want to take a hit. It's, it's weird hit because there are, there are four difficulty levels, right? Yeah. But really the kind of damage as such that you take 
is kind of almost always set to like, you know, when you play a game and it's on like realistic and it's like, if you're shot, you're dead. It's not, yeah. it's not that extreme, but it isn't far off. Like if these enemies had guns, like proper human guns, they've got their yeah. projectile weapons, but if they had guns and they headshot you in this game, I get the feeling you'd be dead. Yeah. It's kind there of. There's been situations, and yes. you know, because you've, yeah, you've oh, actually yeah. witnessed me do it, where I've been like full health and full maybe health. full health and a medikit and gone down to about 20 health in, in, in seconds because I've been hit three times in a row and, and I've, I've lost all that health. And it's, it's, <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you now, it's heartbreaking. If you take one of your most experienced operators, the one you've been playing with lots and you've got loads of, you've got the highest level, you've unlocked some extra guns with them or some extra, you know, enhanced abilities with them. And yeah. you technically go, oh, I'll go take this one because he's my, he's my, you know, he's yes, he's a high level, but I will say higher level doesn't mean no, it's got more HP. They've still all got no, it, just, it just kind of gives you more options to play with. It yeah. Might, it, you can, you, you, you do start, so some operators will have like one health. In terms, there's like four bars you can fill up: one health, two armor. Someone have two armor, yeah. one health. Yes. You do upgrade those as you play. Yeah, you know, but it does like so. For example, one of the things you can take into an, an extraction into a skirmish is like um, body armor. Now, I tend to take that if I'm playing as a character with one armor because you are so squishy. Squishy, yeah. You need to yeah. at least better survive an encounter should it go wrong. Yeah, but I think the thing you mentioned about it being frustrating, or not so much frustrating, but um heartbreaking is absolutely 100% agree like I completely agree with you however what I would say is I think they balance that really well because if you as long as you survive you can still get even if you did nothing even if you absolutely ballsed up the very first objective you could carry on and and risk it all or you can extract and you'll still get xp because you killed things and then you'll still get a bonus bonus because you extracted successfully of 90% so it's kind of it is I, I, I can't, Mick has said this several times when we've been playing, and I can't put my finger on it, but there is a game, totally different genre of game, that does something like this, where it's like, I mean, I think I said to you, it's almost like The Weakest Link. I think I said, no, I said it last week's podcast, it really is that, it is like bank, we want to bank that XP and get out of here, because yeah. we cannot, We and we've done this, you know, we, we have, we've been playing and gone, we can't we know what the next objective is we are not going to do it we're not no so let's finish we're this looking one, at, looking around at our health going and the other thing is what i will say the good thing is by this so there are various different missions so there's three to complete but there's a choice of, i want to say there's a pool of about 10 i don't know exactly i haven't actually counted them up in my head but there's and it will tell you what three objectives you're yes. going to have before so you even pick other, your operators that, yeah so you pick your operators based on the missions you're going to have to go and complete and you also make your decisions of whether you're going to get out or stay in based on the missions you know you're going to come across next because there are some that we find easier. I think that are easier as well. And there are some that are, and I say harder, require more forward planning, considered approaches than others um, and ones that can go south very quickly if you get that wrong. Mm. Um, And it just, what all of that creates, all of those um, all those bits and pieces, those mechanics all together creates essentially a really tense but rewarding experience because you have to work together as a team. You have to. So, so, so it's it, sorry, Chris, don't mean to interrupt you, but that, that, that what you've hit there is a point I wanted to make and I don't want to forget. I think I don't want to use the word brave. I, I 
kind of can't believe Ubisoft made this because it is the most niche game. Because I don't think it's fun if you meet with randoms. I think it's very limited fun solo. It's I don't think you I think you'd need to start with a teammate and then you could play solo because you kind of had learned the rules. Yes. But playing exclusively solo, I don't think you're gonna have fun. Just you and one other mate. I think that's fine. It scales the difficulty depending on how many people are in the party. Yes, it does. Um, it does that's that well, really yeah. good. Um It's so niche. Like, I get why yeah. it's in Game Pass, because I just don't think this was going to sell. Like, I just don't think it was. Um, and yet, like, people are, are kind of angry at it because it is this or isn't that. And, like, I I put 26 hours into it before the game was out. Like, I, I don't do that. Not with multiplayer games. Not these days. It, it's, no. it, it, you, it, you know you know a game's good Yeah. when you're like... So, lads, when are we playing Extraction again? Are we playing tomorrow um, night? Well, we just finished. We play, yeah, we, but we're we playing tomorrow night, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you you can go to bed now, but we're playing tomorrow. We are definitely going to play. <laughs> it was literally that kind of conversation because, um, and that's what I mean by saying that, like it's 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 tense, but it's so rewarding because, um, you you, you have I think you know we touched on a bit like how you were cold on it and now you're really not cold on it now. I just and don't I think, think I had time with it. I think no, I think and I four think... hours wasn't enough to under. And also, I will say this much: Ubisoft dropped us into the play session where the progression was like 60% complete so you had all the operators unlocked you had yeah. m- you didn't have all the modes um but when you play it from the beginning and you are like you can play New York with these nine operators and that's how you progress yeah and the progression made sense to me then but playing the preview build where they would literally dropped you into like the middle of the progression with everything unlocked and nothing to do but just kind of play the game well it's like i've played siege i know what siege is i don't need to mechanically understand this i already do the actual progression when you play it and there will be people i mean there are people that are going to be upset like it takes xp off you if you lose a character but if you get them back you get the xp back that's it and and so like and to be honest with you it's a it's a minor negative, but what you really do is if you really don't want to lose that XP, when you lose a character, don't go back in with your mates. Get them back another time. Solo it on easy. You'll get it as a first mission, yeah, yeah, and you yeah. can do it in your sleep, and there's no, you're not going to lose that XP. It's, I mean, look, there, I, I, I am, I'm, I'm enamored with this game. Like watching the footage play out to the the viewers on YouTube right now, I'm like. I really want to go and play that game right now. I know. Yeah, that, I was thinking that's not to say so. it's perfect. Like there are a, f- I will, I will say, as long as they support it with perhaps, like, I, I believe they're going to be adding like further new objectives and probably new maps. They will one hundred percent add operators, which will yeah. make me come back because I will want to see yeah. what they've got, what the tools, yeah. and I suspect they'll probably roll out seasons where you'll get one new operator, one new map, and one new alien type and an objective. So it's like this, this new, you know, whether it's. Oh, I don't know, I'm plucking any of the 60-odd operators out of Siege, but that one will benefit you because of this new objective. You know, we struggle with certain objectives every single time. Maybe there's an operator that's going to have the ability that makes that easier. Yeah. I think the stuff I change is really minor. Like, I, I, I actually didn't like, but do now like the temporary health system because it adds tension. Because, like, when Mick was first playing it for review, because we'd played it before he even started... We were having to be like, 
no, it's great you've healed us as Doc, but we need, we need to move now because that health is ticking. So yeah. it might look like I've got a lot, but by the time we get 10 minutes into this 15-minute incursion, we won't have any health and we will be nearly dead. Yeah. On that subject, I think Doc should heal properly because Doc's specialist ability is the heal. But he's not healing. He still does... T- like He shoots you or himself with the gun and it's a temporary heal, same as a health pack. Doc should matter more. It should matter more that he is the only character that can heal. So when he shoots you with his heal gun, it should give you actual health. And I think that would even reward you more because if someone played as Doc then, the pressure is on them to play really well and end on 100 health and you guys having not had to use your abilities because then before you extract, he can pump you full of his health health gun and you won't have lost as much health come the end of that excursion incursion and i think it adds just a little bit more jeopardy does that make sense it makes sense i I disagree but but what's the point of doc then that's the thing the point of doc is for additional medipack medikits but 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 he only heals in 20 to 40 increments oh i know just i I worry that other times it it, the only counterpoint to that would be the, the the um the fear of getting hurt lessens if you know you've got a backup right at the end that's I, I, and also you but can he top can only, up his heels. He can own, yeah, but he can only heal three times. Yeah, but you can top up his heels if you find the, the if ability. If you things. find it, and yeah, then, but then and if, you would look for them more, wouldn't you? But anyway, but I if think, what I'm saying is, if you ran, if you had to use those heels in game, it adds jeopardy because I can only heal, let's say, ninety health if you max him out. That's not enough. Yeah, that's no, not enough. So if you and Mick are playing with me and you're both wounded, I've got a choice to make there at the end of the match, haven't I? Yeah, I mean, you pick me because well, I'm here. You're because you're here right now. Yeah, yeah. I pick you. <laughs> I pick you every time, of course. Yeah, <laughs> but like that's another little added jeopardy thing of the teamwork, and it adds a kind of a little twist on it at the end there, where you're like, well, listen, I've got 67 health and he's got 64, so you know, it's, yeah, three's not much of a difference. I, I, I'm, I'm really good with this character. I really need you to heal this character up for me. Um, yeah. Or, the or only maybe... other thing, because yeah, no. I, I, I love this game, I don't want to sound like I'm down on it, but the only no, other no. thing that I would probably change or wish they'd done a little bit differently is I think it. there are some things that it doesn't really explain very well and you only understand them through a bit of trial and error and, and playing. So can and I say going... something that will make people rage? Do you know What's what that? it reminds me of? Dark Souls. Yep. <laughs> the knowledge I had at finishing the preview build I was like, I, I can explain what this game is and I can explain roughly what it does. But when you start playing it, you're bang right, you're bang on, you're bang on. You're like, I don't understand, I don't get it. And it's got that thing of you play with you and Mick and Chris White and we're chatting and we're chatting and we're learning as we play. And we're like, what, I'm trying to think what it was. There was when I discovered, for example, that the nests, you have to, you don't have to, but you should stealth them because yeah. they remove the sprawl, the kind of goop that comes out of them and makes it easier to move around. Yeah. That's a discovery that it probably tells you somewhere in one of the million codexes. There's too much of that. But it probably tells you. But when you discover it, and then you're with your team, you're like, hey, I think it was you. Which I think said, Chris, can you stab that one? And I watched it. So I was, you know. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it does. It does do that. And it's like, that's just, that's the sort of thing that in those kind of discovery games, I'm not going to call themselves lights, but in those discovery games where when you find something and you share it with the community, do you know what I mean? I, I don't, yeah. don't want to... But I don't no, know, it's, it is, it's, it's similar in that sense. It's it an kind exhilarating of, game. It makes it genuinely... You finish every mission and you go... 
You just feel like sticking two fingers up to this faceless enemy. You're like, yeah, we did it. <laughs> I, I like the um, enemy designs as well because the, 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 I like the fact that they are um, it's all different parts of a race, as it were, all the alien race. And it's it's you have to study that. And also, I've I've seen complaints that they look too similar. You're not pinging enough, then, mate. Because no. if you ping an enemy, it tells you what it is, and it tells your teammates what it is, and importantly, where it is. And they all move differently as they well. They all move they differently. Different they put different weak spots. But like I say, if you're not pinging, if you're not playing as a team and pinging enemies and literally saying, that's the one I want to take out now, him. Yeah. That's not the game's fault. Yeah. I, I feel like it's interesting because you can categorically, when, when we have a bad run, when we have a bad, you know, when things go south incredibly quickly, yep. you just, you, you go back over it in your head and you go, so where did that go wrong then? And it'll be because one or all of us went in different directions and didn't talk to each other and yep. just started doing something quiet. on our own every single time. Whereas when we're playing together and we're talking to each other and we're approaching it kind of tactfully, you know, you've got 15 minutes, which feels like a really short number of time. It's, it's amount of time, not but, big it, but it isn't. It's always enough time to do what you need to do in that mission. Um, it's so funny even even us that have done some of these missions like the, know them like the back of our hands some of the early and the maps like the back of our hands with the earlier maps there were still times when we were just like forget what the game is about and it is about mm. just considered approach working together like you say pinging things that you spot like, and helping each other I'd, I'd be curious like, do you have much history with like the, the rainbow six games yourself personally generally no i, I no okay. i don't so this may not mean much to you but i hope it means something to the people listening or watching the thing i got the most from this is it reminded me of the glory days of like rainbow six new vegas uh, vegas like um tea hunt where it was you and your mates against the ai and you could ramp up that difficulty slowly but surely and this feels like tea hunt the game but with the aliens instead of like you know terrorists or whatever um it feels completely within your control and and like i i think it's just such a fucking good game. like when you when you and it's often i know i'm i know a lot often you know there's a lot of footage people have seen here this watching this that well i'm the drone guy i i, I like droning around i got um a, one of the upgraded drone that automatically pings stuff for you mm. um when you do that on the higher difficulties and you you're further into the mission and you see it and it is a room full of enemies and nests <laughs> yeah and you do stop the three of you, and you're outside the room, and you are kind of there going, "Right, how are we going to do this?" Yeah. Oh well, I've got this and that, and if I come in from it, and it, that is T Hunt. That is what Rainbow Six, T, the T Hunt mode was, uh, and I, I quite liked it in Siege, but it felt like they put it in because people would have been angry if not. Whereas it always felt like a multiplayer game, which it is, which it is, and it's become you know brilliant at it. Um, but this feels like. And this is why I say it's like a massive niche for me because like this, I'm well aware that there will be people who will bounce off this violently, and that's Game Pass for you, isn't it? Yeah, it does. Mm -hmm. But this is kind of the co-op game I've wanted for such a long time, where it is like, no, 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 you don't get to say ah, but I like to play it more like a run and gunner. You don't get to do that. You you do that, we all fail. Uh, the amount of time it's like Mick, stop. Well, Mick, just, Mick is just, the more sort of aggressive player, yeah, but he even is, yeah. he, I noticed his playstyle changing yeah. because it requires it. You don't it get to be, I'm the run and gunner. It's like, great, there's no class for you, though. There's no character that's a run and gunner. 
none of them move particularly quick. None of them are really can get out. If, if you're getting attacked by a horde, this isn't. It's not like the Anacrucis where you can hit a button and you, you, you a shield comes up and yeah, knocks everyone yeah. away. It's well, not. I wish it's you could. <laughs> well, yeah, um, but it's not. It's not that game. This game requires communication, requires teamwork, requires patience. Mm. Actually, in a way, not many do. And do you know what? I bet this game gets a doing, and I bet it doesn't sell well. And I bet we get more Assassin's Creeds and Far Cries, and we don't go down this route of making these really interesting games that are very much designed with niche audiences in mind and have mechanics that you don't see in AAA games. You don't lose progress in AAA games the way that this game punishes you. You don't lose. Mm -hmm. You don't go, oh, I love playing as Doc, and then you lose him and you can't play as him for a fucking hour. (laughs) No one does that. It's almost that Kojima thing of like, well, if you die in the game, the game stops working. It doesn't go that far with it, but the idea, it makes me wonder if someone heard that and was like, well, that's a good idea. We could do this. And no game does that. And I tell you what, AAA sort of big, you know, big blockbusters from massive publishers definitely don't do that. Imagine no. if in if imagine if Horizon Forbidden West came out and if you died as Aloy, you couldn't play as her for an hour. You had to play as like something else, Beloy. someone else. Like, like you, people would be uproar. Yeah. You, yeah. It forces you to play on its its terms i think in a way that few do and that again that again is a very from soft thing you don't yeah, get, yeah. like yeah, sekiro like, this is the game sekiro like you don't it. get to go no i'm not going to parry well you do and then you do what i do and you don't finish it that's that's what it is you know you don't get to say no nah, i don't want to parry that's the game that's that's what's been designed i love it i absolutely love it, is, it. it is and really I, I, good. I bet i'm in the minority Oh, I, but all I, I would say, it. just really reiterate to anybody that's considering, you know, it's, it's on Game Pass and considering yes. giving it a go, give it a go if you can with one or two friends. Yes. Don't, don't, don't turn it on, especially not for the first time, and try and do it solo because you, you'll, you'll play it, uh, and and you won't get the experience of what's going on. Even if the three of you are going in blind, you'll still be like talking to each other and trying to figure stuff out together. And that'll still be part of the experience. Yeah. So I definitely encourage. Um, if you're going to give it a go, and you should, to do it as a group of friends that you can talk to whilst you're playing, because it, it elevates the experience. Just it's so much better with that. Mm. Well, on that note, I know it's only two games, but um, I have also played Total War Warhammer Three. Uh, but I would just say, go read the preview, go watch the video. I'm not prob- I'm not the guy that's going to end up reviewing that game. Um, I'm very impressed by that game, but it's not my kind of thing. But it is fucking brilliantly made uh let's do some listener correspondence uh because mm-hmm. it's been a bit of a big week in the old games there's, there's industry. been some news i don't know can't mm. remember it but yeah there's been some politica from our discord says in light of the activision blizzard purchase because microsoft are buying activision uh, what are your views on consolidation of publishers in the gaming industry what positives do you potentially see if any do you want to start or do you want me to start if you can start it's fine i'll, I'll chip in have a conversation well i mean the positives of for Xbox users, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, like yeah, they, yes. they've already said that every every game they can bring to Game Pass, they're going to do. I think on PC as well. You know, the yeah. the positives are that you probably, I don't say for definite, but and uh, maybe not. Well, maybe probably not this year. But 2023's Call of Duty, you probably won't have to pay for it. It's in Game Pass. Yeah, yeah I would, um, I would, the next I would Crash Bandicoot that, yeah. Game Pass. I don't think Call of Duty goes exclusive. Um, I think well, Phil fact, Spencer they, came out, said didn't he? Isn't. 
Yeah. Yeah, he said. I don't know. I, I didn't. It was interesting. I didn't understand. I didn't. He wasn't clear on the time frames. Well, that's, so, that, that's the thing. They're not going to announce that. The, 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 no. The, the, talking about the um, pre-agreed contracts in the same way that Deathloop was exclusive to PlayStation for a year and um, Ghostwire Tokyo? Ghostwire? Yeah. Is that the right word? Ghostwire is exclusive so, yeah. to PlayStation for a year. Um, so Call of Duty has had exclusive modes on PlayStation for the last three I think three or more iterations. They had spec special ops, um, spec ops. They had zombies onslaught and some. Th- I don't know if Vanguard has actually, but the three before I've Vanguard did it on have. PS, so I don't know actually what's what's there. On, but, yeah, I don't um... know if this year's has, but they have the previous years. But you don't know how long that deals for. No, it but... sounds it read to me like what we've agreed so far. We will honour, mm-hmm. but we're not saying we're going to keep signing new deals in the future um oh once those deals expire there's absolutely no chance playstation gets like the new onslaught mode a year before call of duty does on xbox there's no way no way um i don't think call of duty goes exclusive i think it depends on the dynamic of how many xboxes shift if if in the you know because the next call that so the next so the next call of duty that comes what november this year whenever it's going to be that sort of time october um yeah that that sort of time that's that's going to be cross cross gen cross um platform um the next one in in it oh you know a year and a half's time or more than that i would say if there's (laughs) because i imagine the reason for not doing it right is the financial is, is the fact that if loads of people I think it's something stupid, like seventy percent of Vanguard yeah. players are PlayStation or something yeah, at the moment. It is. It's a high so, number. so if if there are less, you know, you're you're kind of denying yourself software sales if you say, you know, and seventy percent's a lot. Yeah, and it's not this. It's not quite the same as, um, you know, you say, well, you need a, an Xbox to play. Hey, just get Halo. Game Pass on your phone. What's that? Get Game Pass on your phone, and you can still play it. Yeah, but it's but it's not the same, the same when a franchise has been cross-platform and then become no. singular it's a bit different to say well you like it's like halo now and it's like but it wasn't last year i suppose and you have fans of the series but anyway i think if they sell a lot of systems if if people go well i'm gonna have to get an xbox now because of what's coming and i want to and this is the thing i was i was on the fence and this is the thing that tips me over the edge kind of thing then i think they may t- make a call and go we will sell enough because there's enough of a user base well, it's sunk cost, isn't it? Like at some yeah. point, at what point when they look at the numbers, which you know they must have been looking at them quite a lot, do they go? Well, look, the seventy billion they'd have put yeah. to the numbers. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, what point do you go? Look, we are going to lose some sales. We are. Yeah. But we're also going to get X amount of subscribers on. I mean, I haven't done the numbers, but they've said that Game Pass is now twenty-five million. So, no, what I, is that I, I, a year I, per I, customer, and what does that work? I mean, no, it ain't seventy billion. It's no, no, it's uh, the, 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 those maths. It's still going to be like they're still losing money, and they're still yeah, putting money but into it's, development. It's, um, yeah, it's years of of continued game yes. pass sales. To, but at some point, and positives and, and negatives, at some point, game pass price is going up because you're oh, getting gotcha. you're, liter- you're literally getting more now, and they can justify it and go, "Well, it was twenty five quid when I you mean, got this." We just talked and about now... two big games. I think one big indie, one big Ubisoft game. Both are on game pass. And in fact, there's a. It's not this one because it's not coming to console. Isn't there a Warhammer game coming to Game Pass as well at some point? Oh, I don't know. I <coughs> think but like it's probably, it's it's. I, it's I was talking to a friend of mine last night. 
And literally, he was saying, oh, I haven't actually looked at Game Pass in January. And I goes, oh, I'm surprised, mate, because, you know, you love Mass Effect. And he goes, what? I said, Mass Effect, <laughs> you know, and he goes, I just bought that. I was like, I wouldn't buy a third-party game now. Not unless I was like, I have to play this now. Because six months' time, there's a... Probably we're at 50-50, if not higher, a chance that it's going to yeah. come. Especially if it's multiplayer. They seem to be very, very big on that. Or an indie. Um, yeah. Like Death's Door has come to Game Pass. You know, it is... You know, a different mate of mine said, like, oh, you know, but they, they must be making so much money on it. I still don't see how. Because yeah, be they're not going, see... Ubisoft, can we just put your game on here and you get nothing? They're going to have to pay them. Yeah. I don't see how they cannot be just throwing money down the drain. Yeah. So they're going to have to recoup it. Um, and the only so, way I mean, of doing that is to get more people on Game Pass. More people and, on Game Pass and, look, and charging more Even for the it, most but... staunch PlayStation fan, right? You can you 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 get to go look. You can still play your exclusives, your Horizons, your, your Gran Turismo's, your God of Wars. Although a lot of them are coming to PC as well now. But look, get yourself an Xbox. I mean, even my son, he goes, oh, I I wonder about because I was talking about the twenty five million, and he goes, yeah, but a lot of my mates they just create a new account once a month, get the one pound deal, and make it home on their Xbox so that you can use their existing profile. And it's like, I hadn't thought of that. That's 12, that's 12 quid for game pass for a year you just need a new email address every month and a new account like so how many of those are one pound accounts i had not thought that, that. I, don't, I don't think they'll, that be... they'll know that they'll know the numbers of that i'm sure but well will they because they use it it's a pr thing isn't it say with 25 million subscribers oh, no but i mean in terms of the revenue streams they're getting from game pass they'll know what they're actually getting and what they're but getting as what i'm getting at is if you if that's sort of the thing that becomes a bit more widespread it becomes almost like the Netflix style of well, I, I we'll pay two quid each and we'll get an account mm. because tell any even the most hardened PlayStation gamer look if you throw down a pound or whatever it was at the end of November or beginning of December you get Halo and Forza Horizon Forza Five that's a hundred quid's worth of games for two quid for a month and now also if you did that in November you'd also get Call of Duty. Like, really, you know, a lot of the more casual gamers, I hate to use that term, but a lot of the people out there who play just the big hitters, it's only FIFA. It's only FIFA left. Like, if, if and, and, mm. and, and that's part of Game Pass in a way, because you've got the early access thing with, with um, EA Origin, yeah, or whatever it's called yeah. now. So, yeah. like, they have, they've kind of sewn up, or in the process of sewing up, that mm. kind of casual AAA market. In terms of positives... Kotick will be gone. Not soon enough. <laughs> yes. But he will be gone. He has to. Because I don't care what anyone says. I, think, I mean, I, way... I, it's on Twitter, so I don't know if it, but I'm sure I read okay. somewhere that he was going. Well, you'll have to because Spencer has said that when the acquisition is complete, Activision's people will report to him. Well, you don't need a CEO of Activision Blizzard if you're the CEO of, of no. Xbox. And, and more than anything, the way they've conducted themselves in, in the, the management. And I don't want to. You know, not not everyone at Activision's evil, but you know the, <laughs> the management that we know of in yep. that respect, the way they conduct themselves compared to the way that Xbox has conducted themselves, just doesn't mix. There's no, no. way the management of Xbox tolerates that horseshit nonsense, illegal, frankly, illegality. Mm. The way and and like I when I saw the deal, I was like, I'm surprised. I'm I'm sort of surprised that that well. For the obvious reason, but also that Xbox is willing to tar themselves with that brush a little bit because they basically the world's eyes are going to be on them and they have to clean up Activision from the outside in and then the inside out because yeah. they have you know these are the people who have 
who have been the we don't care if you buy our stuff just get game pass we want it to be good for a consumer we want we want cross play we want cross format we, we you know we're making the accessibility options with the you know with the thoughts and stuff we talked about with the controller the, the, the buttons and all that <coughs> it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't mash doesn't mesh no, at all, I think like I think have to clean them up. which and I think understandably when the announcement broke that wasn't their their stance to not talk about because they didn't want it to tarnish it in that moment but there'll be an announcement very shortly officially you know I've heard it, there's, uh, there's there's yeah. rumblings already that it's part of the agreement that he's gone he, but... he is definitely going to be gone yeah. and if not well uh, he is there's no if I don't yeah, think there's, yeah, there's yeah, no if agree. Uh, and they will absolutely tear the internals are part of that publishers and all those divisions and they will clean it up. I'm confident of that. I hope yeah. that I hope so anyway. Like it's um it'll be disappointing yeah. if not. Um what positives do you see, if any? Well I mean I don't want to talk about the negatives because negative is that people are mentioning them in the same sort of same sort of sentences as Disney now. I feel like do, do you know what? We said this um this time last year or certainly the first half of of last year before the six and six came out from from microsoft that it was mm. like microsoft need to do something and they need to do something to kind of i say compete with sony because it sounds so you know but it does it, if if there's companies that are making moves against each other and are trying to actually trying to compete with you because nintendo are in their own little bubble on their own which is fine because they'll just they'll still do what they do and that's absolutely fine but these two need to kind of be loggerheads because if they are then it the consumers win because ultimately they're trying to be better for us ultimately and i suppose that's the ultimate positive if if microsoft are doing this it means that sony can't rest on their laurels because they've got all those ps5 owners in the bank and all the loyalty from the ps4 I'm not saying they are because you know we've got like horizon well, and god of war it, and it stuff, will be very like... interesting because sony are going to do their game pass soon aren't they yes yes they and are that, yes. that will be really interesting because they they probably get one chance at it Mm. And it has to be competitive there or thereabouts. Well, yeah, because their first chance with like PS Now, whatever it was. Yeah, they got away with that because PS Now already existed. Yeah. So sort of tying it up is all right, but it's not what people wanted. They get one chance at going PlayStation title passman (laughs) or something. I don't know what (coughs) they get one. They get one shot at getting that and the price right, and the price will will be important. Um, But I think. I don't know. I think that's not far off. I really do. Um, we will stick with Microsoft because McPoo in Discord also says, do you think all the Microsoft Game Studio heads have a group Teams chat where they share memes about Phil Spencer? I reckon it's WhatsApp. It's always WhatsApp. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's Microsoft Teams, isn't it? So that's yeah, probably no, why I know, but I still, that. that's why I think it's WhatsApp, just because they, if they ever got yeah. caught not using Teams. I like to think they all call him Big Phil. I don't. That makes me feel dirty. Yep. Uh, G-Town. <laughs> G-Town says, what disc- this is nothing to do with games now. What can discontinued food from your youth would you do unspeakable things to have again? Mine is cauliflower cheese nuggets that I had when I was about 15. They were unbelievable. Bonus points if it's not a sweet or chocolate bar. Can I just say, because I'm struggling with this, but like yes. cauliflower cheese nuggets sound absolutely fucking revolting. Cauliflower cheese nuggets. What? Do you think that's chicken nuggets covered in cauliflower cheese i assumed it's deep fried cauliflower, cauliflower cheese. cheese yeah like a like a battered cauliflower, yeah, cauliflower cheese i mean i like a cauliflower cheese a good cauliflower cheese i don't is mind fine. a cauliflower cheese um, I wouldn't but ever... it's it's yeah i'm struggling whether a... i mean i'd have a go at that that sounds all right i mean it just sounds a bit like a um... i mean deep fried 
fried stuff with cheese. It's Joey stuff, isn't it? But like, I just like, I don't know. It just feels weird. But I, I haven't tried it, so I can't. No, I can't. Do you have one though? Do you have one? Judge that you, the uh... unspeakable things Steve would do to have them again. Ah, uh, well. Um, I can tell you mine. Go on then. Worcester sauce twiglets. Yeah. You had them. Yeah, I have. Wow. Okay, yeah. I've never met. I, I always get looked at like, yeah, all right, you made that up when I say that. Yeah, no, they and won't. I'm trying to think now because like you're of like crisp, flavoury type things. Do like you think that. that counts as sweets or chocolate bars, or am no, I? No, you've got I get, bonus got, points there because they 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 actually did bring them back. Uh, do you know what? I've got a really, really modern one, really modern one. Um, Sainsbury's around Christmas time or just before started doing a chipotle cheddar, which was. Oh God, my word! It was those, um, and they've stopped doing quite it. Quite recent already. one. I don't. I haven't seen them around. You, you'll be able to tell me if they're still around. I'm sure. Those um, <laughs> like some sort of food authority. Oh, it's crisps though. We are. Oh, we, okay. we, I, like I, might, to think... I might have to. Yeah. Those. Um, is it Mac Strong? Yeah. You know those. Do they still do those? Yeah. I've just yeah. not seen them. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Okay, well, that, that's a shit answer then. So I was like, because which I... flavor are you talking about specifically? I. I don't think I've ever tried the the top one. Which one's the top one? I'm thinking the top, of the, chicken... the chili cheese one. I I okay. like both the um, I think it's the jalapeno and then the barbecue spicy yes chicken one in the middle. Yeah, that's great. I like one. both of those, but I don't think I've ever tried the top one because it just felt like cheese. I don't really. All right, <laughs> I know I'm it's going to be spicier, I'm... but I was like, but the other two were really really nice. I've not like, seen them. That's like you know he's mentioned something that's definitely like a, a meal almost. I. I... I can't think of many. I'm, I'm trying to think know. of something like that. Yeah, same. And I can't. I'm, I can't. I'm do they still do Arctic Roll? Yeah, but it's not. It's not. It's, it still exists, but it's not. It won't be as good as when I had it when I was. Well, it's just not as popular. I don't think. No, that used to be good. I used to like some Arctic Roll. I mean, when I was a kid. it is a chocolate bar, but orange chocolate orange Twix. There was a period in the '90s where they did, or it might be early 2000s, where they Twix. They experimented a lot with Twix. Well, yeah. every, every they did it with Kit Kat be... chunkies as well, didn't they? Yeah, they still do. I, I had a popcorn, a salted caramel popcorn, one of them last night. No, not last oh. night, the other night, and it was a bit of a weird. It was all right, quite nice, but it was weird. But yeah, they did um, a, a chocolate orange Twix, and that was sensational. Um, I like chocolate orange stuff. Like it's, it's yeah, no, thing. chocolate orange is good. <clears throat> but no, I would go with the Worcester sauce Twiglets for me. That's yeah. you, you, I can vamp for a bit if you want to try. No, I was, I'm trying to think. I, all the things I'm thinking, all the things I can think of, are just like yeah, you could still technically get. I will tell you what, as well, um, Captain Morgan's rum with um, do you know gingerbread rum? Because do you know what doesn't exist anymore. You can find bottles for thirty quid, um, and they're empty. They're I was empty looking. I really like just quid. doesn't because I was looking they for do the, not what's make the other it. one. What's the other one that you were saying? The um, the Copperberg that exists. One. I got a bottle. Of yeah, that, that exists. I found that. Yeah, that's um, lovely. But the, yeah. the, the gingerbread rum does not exist anymore. It is not made. They've replaced it with a... Oh, what was it? Was it spiced apple or cinnamon? I can't remember what it was, but it was like, no, it's not the same. It's not the same. And it's gone. It's gone from my life for good. <laughs> that's a depressing way to end the chat, isn't it? It's gone he asked from the question. Oh, mind you, that's yeah. not from my youth. The Worcester sauce twiglets are from my youth, so that counts still. Yeah, it says from your youth. They I mean, I do don't remember decent, my youth. Like Walkers like flavors that they just don't do anymore. Golden like Wonder the... crisps? Do they still make them? They, I think they do do some. Yeah, but they're they not proper because I think they're Wonder. owned by Walkers now, aren't they? And they put the colors around the wrong way as well. Oh, probably yeah. Because when Walkers I was a do. kid, Golden Wonder 
Well, let's ask you. When you remember Golden Wonder Crisps? Yes. What color was the salt and vinegar pack? Blue. Yes, correct. And yeah, the cheese and onion. Every salt and vinegar pack that's not Walkers is blue, and that's the right thing. Um, that always used to. But Walkers is it me. now. But the Golden Wonder um, Crisps. I suspect you can get them, but I think they nearly went out of business. I remember mm. seeing a program on ages ago, and they they so I think they asked the, just the core Golden Wonder. Um, sure? I'm sure they're owned by Walkers now. They might, they might make in the way that like Pepsi or whatever the Coca Cola company owns its actual competitors in some, you know, I don't know. This is does Tizer still exist? Tizer, yeah, I don't know. I think so. I haven't seen it, but I think it exists. Um, anyway, the Walkers, Chris, I was going to say, like the Worcestershire sauce Walkers were decent. They still exist. Do they? Yeah. Just, purple. Just, purple pack. Yeah, yeah, purple, yeah. yeah. Well, so the exist. barbecue ones exist. The black ones, they were good. Oh, I'm not sure they do. I think they're gone. Oh, there we go. Finally. There you go. We got one. 40 we minutes. Got one. That's an answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that is a podcast for this week. Thank you very much uh, for watching or listening, however you choose to consume this audio broadcast. Uh, we, if you do watch it on YouTube, you'll see some footage of the games we've been talking about. So that's handy, isn't it? And not stressful for me at all to have to do that and produce it whilst also talking. But that's, the, that's just all the fun of the games. <laughs> doing of, the job of, he loves. <laughs> yeah, doing the job he loves and moaning about it while he does it. Um, but thank you very much. Um, yeah, we'll be back next week with more game chat. I'm just trying to think of what games it'll be. There's a lot. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on, Chris. There's a lot it going is. on. And it's, uh, it's not going to go quietly for the next few weeks either, mate. It's not. It's not. It ain't, mate. Uh, but thank you for being here tonight, Chris. It, well, it's as I pleasure. said tonight, you should never say that. My God, I'm tired. You never say that on a podcast because people could be listening whenever. God damn. Yeah. Thank you for being here in the this moment of liveness, Christopher. And thank so you're anyone more than else. welcome. <laughs> thank you to anyone else who's watched listened shared or subscribed you can catch us on spotify youtube podbean uh everywhere we're everywhere you can't avoid us although you can but don't so we will speak to you this time next week or whenever you choose to listen bye bye for now